Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, where our hearts are our master. A production of CosmicReality.com. And welcome to the show. I'm sorry. Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Show. It's May 2nd, 2023. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. So, um, Walt had a, a venture with me on the Shungite show. It was a pretty good show. And how are you doing now, Walt? Walt, are you muted? Sorry, muted. I'm uh, interested to know what the what is it that you're doing because you guys have decided to do some kind of semi remote view or no uh, or innocent no. remote view whatever no no <laughs> what did you finally decide on we talked it well we don't we uh, okay what he's referencing is that on the say what show we said we'd do a remote view thing but um, I don't want to remote view Skinwalker Ranch or Oak Island because a you know they they watch for energy signatures coming into those areas, and you can walk into a a, a not good place to be. And I I gave it some thought about well years ago we did one where I just I gave Coral Castle just a number a made up number and designated that as the number for Coral Castle. Then I gave that number to Dolly and Walt and and the uh, the listeners. And said, okay, here's the number, and you guys go and write down what you're seeing right now. Just focus on the number and see what pictures come into your head. And Dolly was extremely accurate. Um, But it was Coral Castle, which is a very contained area with a lot of things that you can look at and point at and explain, like, Oh, there seems to be some kind of a water thing. There, there seems to be some kind of a gate. There's a parking lot. Uh, there's flowers. You know, everything. So then, I had a series of pictures from Coral uh, Castle, and I sent, put them in the chat, and I said, "Were you got? Is this what you were seeing, Dolly?" And Dolly was, "Yes, yes, yes, yes." Um, you were another story because apparently you were airborne and looked down at it. And thought you were looking at the Giza Plateau, which looked looked like that. But I told you to take a Google look, satellite look, you know, Google uh, Earth type of thing. And yeah, it it looked like the guys from above. It's just smaller. It's just it's a smaller version of the Giza Plateau. Yeah, it was really kind of freaky. But um, I don't know that anybody because nobody in chat. Well, you did the same thing. It was like. As soon as you realized that, oh, yes, I did remote view, you know, it was like you didn't want to talk about it. It was like, oh, and you wouldn't say anything more. And the <laughs> the chatters never came back. Dolly, do you remember any of the chatters saying, oh, I saw that, too? I heard I saw nothing from the chatters, right? No, it was mom. It was what? They didn't. It quiet. Oh, mom, mom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were muted. <laughs> Uh, so I gave it some thought, and I said, 
Uh, no, I've got I've got to find another location as perfect as that one. Um, and I, I just I you know kind of thought about it and then started doing it and something came up. You know how it goes. So no, we're not going to do that. But we do have a a very interesting. It, I think it's not, well, I can look at it, but it's um, a short clip from InfoWars, Alex Jones, and it's with Dark Journalist, darkjournalist.com is, uh, uh, Daniel Litz is his name, and he, he I, w- I subscribed to him for over a year, but what happens is he does three-hour programs, and I don't have the time to look at all of those he and he was coming out on you know at least weekly and i didn't have the time to dedicate to his show so i kind of like you know ended up dropping the subscription but it was nice to hear him being contained in that somebody was interviewing him and therefore he was giving like uh blurps of different things and ideas that he's working on that was very it was very informative and you know it got me thinking so if you guys don't have anything else we'll play that because it does open up a lot of different subjects does that sound fair fair go for it here we go as it gets frozen that's the next episode because that was the first uh red skull first captain america but in reality the nazis were building the first space shuttle with Werner von braun that he later brought to nasa that was a nuclear attack bomber or atomic bomber that was designed to fly uh in space and drop bombs on new york chicago and los angeles uh and that was actually a real program they were working on so so that's all mainline history but maybe one out of a thousand people even knows it's real then they put it in a hollywood movie people don't take it seriously exactly well they lay it on like a sci-fi concept but little by little it's forming a thread in your own subconscious which is that they're letting this out a little bit at a time and now with the ufo file you know i've been saying this about the ufo file 2024 is a big disclosure election whoever is running for president uh, in the middle here, Trump, RFK Jr., Biden, they're all going to be uh, dead center of this UFO disclosure. They certainly had a dry run for it. Whenever they start the year off like that, uh, you know that something is coming. But it's interesting what you say about von Braun. One thing I want to keep in mind uh, about him, which is once we had him come over here, he brought someone with him uh, who he got out of the judgment at Nuremberg, who's Walter Dornberger who developed some of the very secret uh, X-technology, X-planes, and all the rest for us. And this guy has a very interesting history. Von Braun himself uh, asked one of the main people who developed the remote viewing program at SRI, Russell Targ, who I interviewed extensively. And uh, Targ said that, you know, the thing that he wanted him to do was develop an ESP machine for testing astronauts' psychic ability And he did it. He created this uh, machine to do it. And von Braun would be testing the astronauts for their psychic ability. So when we get into that, you know, we have to understand there's something more than just technical pieces going on here. They realize with the advanced technology, it has something to do with your own psychic process. That's a big 
uh, kind of understanding for us to catch up on in terms of it's not just technology, but it goes to the human interface. Absolutely. I know That's people that were top of their class. I and mean, my dad was, was involved in the NASA program, secret stuff, but he wasn't in the psychic program. But I know a major Hollywood producer, major movies. Okay. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to even hint at it because people then figure out who it is. But I know some major filmmakers. And this, this guy told me 20 years ago, and he showed me some of the documents, wanted to make a movie about it, that he, when he was in elementary school in Houston, was put in a secret NASA psychic program. And so you're, you're talking about that. This is a big, big producer. And I said the name, most people know who it is. So, I mean, this stuff is like everywhere. This is a whole program. It's something that they've been developing. They've kept it out of sight very well. You know, once in a while, you'll hear a wild story in relation to this. Or, you know, they, they might have kind of the the doppelganger version of it, not the real genuine thing. Well, but decoy. The, it, yes, exactly. We see that a lot. You know, there's a lot of uh, news stations that put out this kind of stuff, the History Channel and all the rest of it. But it's not very potent. It's not the real thing. Um, but this is a real program of developing with heavy-duty psychics and people who can remote view, and they get that going with them and identify them at a very early age. And then somehow there's an interface, an interlock with the space program. Because I think what they started to realize with the technology they were developing, especially the stuff that were crash retrieval programs, that it involved some kind of mental interface with the technology. And that takes us to a totally different place than just saying, well, you know, aliens can't get here because, you know, it would take too much fuel or whatever. You know, we're thinking in the wrong types of terms about because it. Because there's a, so just there's, like radio, there's a subspace transmission or many psychic fields they know are communicating. Exactly. Exactly. And when you get groups of people doing that together, you know, we have echoes in our own history. And, uh, you know, I get into a lot of stories about Atlantis and things of this nature. But if you look into the histories of someone like Edgar Casey when he went back and looked at all this, he said these groups would get together and that they their collective mind power was the technology. So things like we can't understand now, we look back on it, like the Great Pyramids, legacies from this older uh, culture have to do a lot with a, a secret psychic function that got lost over time for general humanity. Exactly, and I don't say this to be impressive, I'm just full disclosure – my family doesn't know much about it. It's all secret. But my my grandfather's mother was involved in that program in Dallas, and they would get together, and U.S. presidents and people would come. That's all I know. But it was definitely – that's what they were doing. Oh, they would use them. That's fascinating uh, that that happened. It'd be interesting if you could get more details about it, too. My, my, my family doesn't know, but it was involved with Germans. That group was German, but they were uh, successful inventors, very wealthy. And it, it was a whole program, and it's, it's all – my grandfather totally disavowed it, would never talk about it. I saw you years ago, one of the producers get you on, for some reason, to follow the cracks. I'm glad you're here now. We got 10 or 11 minutes left in this segment, a little short segment, and then we're going to let the guest host take over. But you've got the floor about where you think this is going, how humanity's doing, what we can do, what you expect to happen, why they're mainlining the UFOs. I mean, big picture here. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's great to be here, too, and I appreciate it. I um one of the, one of the things I would say that we need to be aware of immediately is that all of the UFO disclosure piece that they're putting out through the mainstream media is a completely false meme and this one is developed by the Central Intelligence Agency they've been putting it together their personnel 
are right in the middle of it. So when you're reading about these people and it says, oh, he's a whistleblower against the government, when you double check, those people are still working for the government. So they're not ex-government. They are the government. <laughs> and uh, so there's a big separation there that needs to happen about UFO file research versus the CIA disclosure thing. I think the uh, the UFO disclosure, the way they're doing it with the threat operation attached is very dangerous. And that's why we saw the continuity of government piece up there. Let's imagine we get into the 2024 election. Biden isn't doing so hot. RFK Jr. is running away with it. Trump is rising in the polls. Well, what is he going to do to remain in power? They might pull the UFO threat at that point. And um, they can pull it to the degree that they could put the continuity of government uh, combatant commander in charge. Because we've seen them do emergency powers left and right. I mean, uh, Emmanuel Macron in France, he just pushed up. I mean, we're under we're under an emergency now. They just have to turn up the heat. Exactly. Yeah. And so now the thing that we were used to maybe is them doing it with COVID and them doing it with these other things, you know, 9-11 and all the rest of it. The incredible things that you've covered over the years. Now, what we're looking at with the UFO part is totally different. They've been planning this one for eight decades. You know, they have it dialed in. And we remember in the late 90s when these documents tumbled out of the government, thanks to the JFK assassination records review, uh, we found out about Operation Northwoods. So, you know, this is the kind of stuff. And, and Kennedy basically walked out of the office in disgust when they came forward and gave him this plan to basically sabotage these airlines and blame it on Cuba. So, um, you know, we've been dealing with this push-pull for a long time. I think the fact of RFK Jr.'s entry into the race puts us in a totally different field uh, on this. And it, the whole idea of transparency is possible. That's why I think when we're looking at this, and it's interesting with the Trump part coming back, because Trump knows a great deal about it. It's funny. you. Started, yeah, let's talk uh, about his family. Aren't just federal judges. They're at the highest levels of the breakaway civilization. And a real quick aside – from my research, and it, it all oversides, it, it overbleeds, there's six or seven major factions of CIA, a couple in the Justice Department, but NASA with Kennedy, which obviously happened before, was a breakaway group to separate it. So you have biological, you have nuclear, you have human intelligence, and all groups overlap, but NASA was really this breakaway civilization secret society movement that, you know, that goes back to Aleister Crowley and so much, so much more. Exactly. There's a whole magical aspect around NASA and the people who were involved in setting it up. And, 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 and that's why all the patches and missions have all this magic surrounding them and magic codes. I mean, they don't deny that. They believe this is some yes. type of big magic they're doing. There's no question about it. Um, and the, the whole voyage to the moon and the way it was portrayed has a very magical uh, incantation piece to it. The whole idea of space, it's interesting enough that, um, you know, Jack Parsons, who we've done a number of shows on, and this is a guy who they've really, you know, let out a lot of information about, but he's still a very unusual character. He was back there and created the American Rocket Program, but he was a full-blown disciple of Aleister Crowley. And this is the guy, you know, who set up the Jet Propulsion Lab. That's the foundation of NASA. That's how we got it. So basically, and For those who don't know, you know a full-blown whole... sex magic cult. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good point. Uh, and when you think about Crowley, you know, you're looking at somebody who had a great affinity for other beings. If you look at some of his early, uh, you know, portraits of the beings who are interacting with him, they look just like the alien greys. You know, his character Lamb 
has the big white uh, head and all the rest of it. Exactly. He goes so, to the Great Pyramid, does his ritual, and a little gray alien comes out. Exactly. And it's interesting, too, because Parsons did his own ritual with L. Ron Hubbard, who would start Scientology, and we know where that went. The interesting thing, I think, about this is that when they were doing that, immediately afterwards, we get all of these sightings. We get this incredible wave of UFO sightings. Now, there have always been UFO sightings, uh, even in, through ancient history, but we got this incredible wave that brought it forward. And uh, there were two things that happened in that period, the atomic bomb and the height of this Parsons ritual with Crowley. And remember, Crowley had been doing this since the Golden Dawn. That's the 1890s. So when you get to the 1940s, that's 50 years. And he was a master black magician. So uh, I think that we have to look at those aspects and see that there's an occult aspect instantly as a signature around the UFO file. There's no question about it. So I know it's all speculation. We know they're obsessed with this. It's going on. It's real. But what is it? What is it? And what do you uh, clearly they've taken it out of deep freeze and beta. It looks like they're getting ready to go operational. How does the fake alien invasion work? I think there's two tracks for it. First of all, I think there's a the real part is getting harder and harder to conceal. That is the genuine UFO file piece. It's been out there too long. Too many people know about it. So what they want to do is they want to steer people away from that. They've been working as a breakaway group, working on the technology. The technology's advanced. But now the breakaway has developed all this stuff. What are they going to do with it? Well, they need to kind of run the world with it and control things from space, which was the original plan of the Nazis which was to go up there and control the planet. That also has an occult aspect. And how does Musk so, tie into that to interrupt? I'm sorry, but fascinating. No, well, Musk is, is very interesting because of his obsession around X and, uh, you know, the X Degonography series that we do follows that that's the signature of the advanced technology. And it goes back uh, all the way through the FBI setting up the UFO file originally. Musk, by identifying with the X technology and being put in this position of a kind of a, a super Howard Hughes, uh, you know, and I'm not denying the good stuff that he's done around Twitter and all the rest of it, but I think we have to see him on a much different level, which is he's there to roll out this aspect of space in the UFO file. And I think that people on his level and people on Trump's level are aware that this is coming out and this other group is manufacturing their own version. So the CIA alien invasion version has nothing to do with reality. There's no CIA UFO. Uh, there's no UFO threat. There's a CIA threat. <laughs> That's the way we should think about it. But they will, and they have the technology to roll out an invasion like that. They've been prepping people uh, for a number of years around Exactly. My prime, prime quadrant scanning into this is stage of attack, say aliens did it, and the hysteria it would create and the unification around the world and the answer to that uh, would be incalculable. Absolutely. And um, But look, they've already jumped up with the UFO file. They've already said, hey, look, we shot down two UFOs, and we did it with who? We did it with Canada. That's weird, too. So they're instantly introducing this idea of NORAD. And, you know, whenever he talks about the United States, he always says homeland. That's the general Van Herc. It's interesting if you go into Van Herc's background a little bit, because he comes out of the 509th. And the 509th is the group that discovered Roswell. So, uh, you know, he wasn't around in that period. But the lineage there of him being part of that 509th squadron, which was the only squadron that could handle the atomic bomb in that period, but they were the ones who recovered the wreckage at Roswell. The fact that the NORAD COG commander 
is, you know, has a Roswell connection, I think is really a signature of this group that's operating in the background. And I think that they want a UFO threat and I think they've been preparing for it. Now, the fact that they've been manufacturing this thing doesn't mean there isn't genuine UFOs out there, but they're at the point where they can really do this on their own. Wow. It's just insane. And, and it's all coming to a head. Would you say humanity is in the driver's seat or winning or totally losing? And I mean, I guess there's all these factions, but it's just, it's fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. It is fascinating. I think we're coming into a period of awareness around it. And um, a lot of this is coming on a great, vast part of humanity that is very much asleep to it and has been caught up in, you know, Netflix, news media, MSNBC and all that stuff. So they're in for a really rude awakening. And the rest of us, I think, are just planning on how to figure out to navigate this type of situation. And I don't think it's any accident that people like RFK Jr. are coming up in the middle of that, because here we are, the original Kennedys. What they wanted was freedom, uh, you know, transparency, that original political wave. And now we have this dynasty down 40, 50 years later, and he's coming back to really. That's right. History uh, repeats. One more segment. Dark journalist. Very impressive. Well, that's great. Well, I want to mention that uh, with everything that's going on with Tucker Carlson, it's interesting to me because the last interview that he did with President Trump, uh, where Trump starts in the middle of it, starts talking about John Trump, his uncle, who was the MIT professor, the longest tenured, he said. And um, I've done a lot of research around this, and it gets into some very wild territory because I think Trump is saying this for a reason. And putting it on the record. He's not being prompted about it. And uh, he went on a podcast immediately afterward and starts talking about John again. Well, John uh, has a very interesting tie-in with the UFO file, and it has to do with the fact that he was the protege of Vannevar Bush, who was the scientist at MIT, who uh, you know basically navigated the UFO file for three decades. And that, according to Robert Sarbarker, the physicist I mentioned earlier, and um, John Trump being his mentor, uh, Vannevar Bush being his mentor, Bush sends him in to get Nikola, pa- uh, Nikola Tesla's papers in 1943 after Tesla dies. And he gives a series of interviews before he dies, uh, John Trump, about those incidents. And one of the things that he says is what they were looking for was a weapon inside of Tesla's information. Now, John Trump uh, had those papers in his possession And they required him to write a kind of a cursory thing like, oh, I didn't find anything in there. But in fact, he was able to capture all of Tesla's uh, information except for one trunk, which disappeared. Now, interestingly enough, um, John Trump having the connection going in uh, to the UFO file from Vannevar Bush, then he is appointed by Bush to go and get these records that Nikola Tesla left behind. One of the things he says the FBI people told him that they were looking for was the ability to take down flying objects at a distance so that if you're in Hawaii somewhere, you can press a button. If something's going over the UK, you take it down. But they didn't identify what kind of flying objects. So uh, that brings us into the whole piece about the advanced technology that John Trump had. Well, when Trump is bringing this up and, you know, Trump, one of the people who brought him to prominence was Roy Cohn. And Roy Cohn understood the aerospace aspect and the deep state aspect. He'd been there since the McCarthy hearings. This is a guy who went very deep. So Trump going in 
has the knowledge uh, from his uncle, and he'll often say in those speeches, oh, my uncle shared these things with me, you know, and he shared with me about the power. Do you understand the power? And this kind of language, uh, which I think he's giving that message, like, you know, if you're hunting around after me with these court cases, if you're hunting around after me in relation to Mar-a-Lago and classified documents, I'm going to let this stuff out. So uh, I think uh, Trump right now is playing a very hardcore card game with the deep state, just like he was when he was in the presidency. And uh, I think we're looking at a kind of a almost like a maximum peril situation for the 2024 election, because all these things are coming to a head. And I think the firings of these people are also involved with this, because this story, I think when it gets out, is gigantic. And it shows that Trump has that direct connection to these deep aerospace groups. Very impressive. Dark journalist, Daniel List. Thank you so much, darkjournalist.com. Um, yeah, the firings you had talked, you had mentioned uh, Tucker earlier in before I started recording. And the other thing, shooting down the UFOs, it was the balloons that they, uh, they called UFOs. <laughs> you know. So you guys there, are you back? Yep, we're yep. back. What do you think? Alex's voice is so irritating to me. I was having difficulties listening, but I was trying. What you don't like? You don't like the sound of that? Alex, he's so. <laughs> no, I don't. He. Oh. Like he's gargling gravel. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't like that. <laughs> but I think I heard enough. I can, I can uh, add to the discussion. Oh, good! Thank God. Yeah. So, add. What? What would you? Okay, I'll start it out because you two. Yeah. Are, are a little lame here. <laughs> uh, what? What? Uh, this is the third time I've heard it, and this time I remembered Lookout Mountain. And this was, uh, I've talked about it uh, many, many times before, but this was a group of people who were, you know, scientists and uh, I think they had uh, psychiatrists and people that know the society and culture and all this together. And it was John Kennedy that put them together right in the summer before he was assassinated, that Paul, he was assassinated. So he puts this team together and their mission was to look at what would happen to the world if there was no wars, no wars, peace. And this particular document that they came out, because even after his assassination, they proceeded with this document, this study. And what they relate during the, if you read the report, what, what they're telling you is that, oh, without wars, we're all screwed. <laughs> okay? Because... Essentially, a war, or if you didn't have any wars, if you didn't have anybody that was threatening a particular culture or particular society, why would you necessarily need big government? I mean, the, the most important thing about a government is that they keep you safe. But if there's not any big enemy out there, well, how can this, you know... So, it's very dangerous to the powers that be, the big government to maintain uh, uh, essentially a need that will put uh, fear into the population so that they will 
you know, about before the government. Then they got into things like, um, well, you know, I'm not saying I agree with all this. I'm just telling you what they, they said. Um, that wars purge the population because who goes to war? Well, we send off the uh, the ones that oh, prison or, or be a soldier and you enlist people and you get, you know, people out. It's purging the population to control over population and to control the genetic pool. But then in the same report... Yeah, you're destroying the, you're destroying the strong, unhealthy. You, well, no, they... they because those no, are the ones that go to wars. Those no, that are no, weak. Okay, yes, I agree with you. And this is... They, they mentioned that, you know, the, the smart ones, the very smart ones, you don't want real smart ones out there, too. So they become the commanders. and They, they were really not very, uh, let's say, real in, in what they were talking about in this regard. But they knew that it was an important thing to consider, so they did. And yes, like I say, I, I don't agree with what they were saying, but in their presentation, Walt, it wasn't what you were saying. It was the fact that these were the scumbags, the people that couldn't get a job except to be a soldier, or they were going to go to prison, so they become soldiers. Scumbags was basically their attitude, all right? Not the one that you're, you're relating and the one that I think, too, that, I mean, I won't, I won't say that for this army, but the armies that I know and admire were people who were working because they believed in in protecting the country. You know, they were true patriots. But, uh, so anyway, that was one thing of it. Um, So they got into all of the things that are critically maintained because you have wars. So then they do this thing and they take out the wars. All right, so let's say we don't have any wars. How can we keep the the everything going? Because, well, you could you could start instead of spending the money on warfare, you could spend the money on building up cities and and uh, you know changing the way that we interact with uh, the college economy, ecology and economy, and they're giving all of these positive things that could be done if you didn't have a war. But then it comes back to the fact that. Well, sooner or later, you're going to fix everything, and then you're going to be in trouble again. So I'm, I'm not going to go through, not that I actually remember all of these details that they went through, but I mean, it was a, a, not the best report, but an extensive report on what happens if you don't have war. So they decided that the only... Yeah, but the, sorry to interrupt, but this, this report, we have to take into account uh, a little bit of context. This report was written at a time when the people who wrote it accepted it as a fact that we exist, that there were two paradigms in place, a paradigm of darkness and a paradigm of light. So that's why so many people ex- excuse the darkness. There are people, even to this day, there are people who are supposedly very advanced, and yet they continue to argue saying, oh, yes, you need the darkness because the darkness brings contrast. Oh, you need the darkness in order to appreciate the light. And the truth of the fact you don't need the darkness is what keeps you back. It just holds you back. You don't you don't advance with any darkness. Even Anelia saying it, there's nothing positive out of it. It's just where we were. 
Well, that was uh, yeah, but the, 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 the prob- contract of the, the time. Pro- the problem here, Walt, is the people that are putting this together are the black. <laughs> you know, forget a rational discussion about this. I'm trying to get to a point. This oh, just, okay, this is a highly no. I, I appreciate you, I appreciate your comments because you're a rational person, but not in this context. It doesn't work because what they decided after going through all the different things they could do was that the only substitute for war was to have an alien invasion. That that was the official report. And, you know, if you didn't have a real one, then you might want to have one that you could pretend you had. That's what I'm saying. These are the black guys. Uh, yeah. So, so, of course, they have a perfect way to justify any... That's the, that's the other thing that has to be taken into account. No matter how horrible the results, they have a perfect uh, explanation for it. They have the most likely... They have a rational explanation. They can pull out... All the all the PhD names in the in the library books to back up what they're what they're saying. Oh yeah, this such and such a professor said this and that, and, and they have a way of backing it up because oh, all of these PhDs agree with this. So they're just human beings. That doesn't mean that they were right. It's just their opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, people. Yeah, don't but see you're that, you're yeah. an awakened person, and and you're not impressed. <laughs> see, it's it's sort of like, okay, they they tried to make everybody think that you were only important if you had money, or you had some kind of degrees that said you were the smartest person around. Don't okay. forget the word credentials. Okay, very important. Yeah, very. You had the credentials, you had the credentials, and. You know, the rest of us are looking around and going like, uh, I'm not so sure about that because the people that I see are the smartest, that are the the ones that are the happiest, are the ones who don't have those credentials. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I think it's been a farce in a lot of people's minds for quite a while. But again, it, 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 it's what's taught. You know, it's what's taught. So now the teaching is beginning to confront the reality. And these different situations that they do, like putting in the uh, pandemic and all the BS that went down with all of that, it was so starkly stupid that an awful lot of people just began to say, hmm, they really, I don't trust them at all. The trust level of the government of science has been destroyed by their activities. And I look at this and I go, okay, but who's causing this? Because it's like, again, it goes back to what's behind all of this revelation? He's talking about re- revealing the, the different aspects of the UFO situation. Um, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting story that he told you know and, and I think well, their, own, their own activity is, is uh, a catalyst for the people waking up ah, yes exactly thank in, you in fact if that, one, one of the things like uh, he, Dave, Dave has been consistent on this when, when asked some questions were, which he could answer the answer was more or less the same 
so that people would wake up, so that people will see it. Because, like, for example, I think one time Dali asked a question, why are they still dragging on this? If this is just a movie, why are they still, you know, playing this movie? You know, so that people can wake up, so that people can see it. So there it is. Their activities are uh, are in such stark contrast to where consciousness and energy are going that they are the the catalyst for people waking up, and unbeknownst to them. <laughs> yeah, you you know, and, and because they never change the playbook, so they, they've got that uh, guy that was ahead of the, uh, especially essentially the UFO part of the Israeli um, military. And he came out and he said, oh, yeah, there's ETs. And it's not the governments that are protecting the people from knowing about them. It's the ETs don't think that human beings have evolved enough to be able to handle it. And I think he, I, I think this guy's very, very real, you know. Um, so, yeah, how, how big is the stage? <laughs> You know, if they try to put something like... And Mark Steele says that the Blu-ray, at least the Blu-ray technology, won't work for what they want it to do. Yes, you can do it in a a contained environment, but up in the sky with these things landing and people... Yeah, I understood that thing that it's not... The the, the technology is not there. I mean, they can do it in... uh, limited control space like that's why they were so successful when they were doing it in uh, commercial malls because the space is just big enough so that you you can actually contain the projection and make it solid looking enough that it's very impressive it looks very solid it looks very real but then you have to consider the space you're able to control and measure you know what's how going in that volume of space but if you go out and open space, then your all bets are off. That containment that you need to make it look solid isn't, isn't there. At least the technology is not capable of doing it. So my feeling is is that they're going to have to use real 3D stuff. They're going to have to make a fake invasion. Alright? And if you think in term of, of, t- terms of a fake in- invasion... And, and you think in terms of what have they told us in their movies? What, what what are some of the themes of certain movies? And you remember the one where, um, oh gosh, what was the end of the world or something? And it was with uh, Tom Cruise, and it was a remake of an earlier. Oh, you war- mean the War of the World? War of the World, so, uh, where it's supposedly the Mar- Martians were invading, and you had the tripods walking and, and, and attacking right, but everyone. In this, but in this case, they came up from underground. Do you remember that? No, I, n- I never saw that movie. Oh, okay. So, so in the the first movie, yeah, they just. Show, so I don't think they gave where they. You you were led to believe they came from Mars in a flying kind of situation. Yeah, because these things uh, actually came down from the sky. If you remember, they were like missiles, and they embedded themselves on the ground, and only the bottom was uh, upright. So when the the top came off, the tripods came out from inside these missiles. Right, but in this case, there were already implanted in the Earth Mm. some of these creatures that just 
sort sort of a certain frequency came on, they turned on, and then they just sort of stood up. And you know, if it was in a city, the city, you know, they're pretty big. Um, so, okay, so you've got the the War of the Worlds where you're under attack by a foreign uh, extraterrestrial entity, and we have this whole scenario that Liz just talk, talked about in that, you know, the last ditch thing that they have is an alien invasion so that they can declare continuity of government and take over, you know, so that there is no republic, it's all this, you know, well, what's happened already, actually. So, if you just take it back a couple, few few months ago, when we were talking about these Things that are underground, okay? So we talked about this maybe on Say What, but I'm reminded of it again, that we don't know what's happened with those... What were they calling them? They weren't calling what? them UFOs, obviously. They were space... Oh, you mean the UAPs? No, the ones that were are, is in the Ukraine in the desert. The one that's in the... In oh, you oh, you mean the ARCs? Oh, the ARCs, yes, that was it, space ARCs. So these arcs are turning on, obviously, because they suddenly started sending out signals that were picked up and then, you know, led to them. So if you've got these arcs, are these arcs the key to that secondary story? Well, this is really the ETs. We've been here forever. You know, instead of it being... Because it takes a certain frequency, apparently, to open them. But yeah, you have to have the the uh, DNA compatible with it, right? Again, Plus, one of the things that, uh, I, for example, these arcs, these they uh, among uh, this this fellow that uh, what do you call it? He's a he's an army officer, and he's the one who's reporting to Michael Sala. And one of the things that's present in these arcs is. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Gateway technology. They, they, they. For example, the ark under the ocean. They found uh, a team came from the moon because the thing has a, a gateway. So they, they were caught in this in this thing and they they appeared. Uh, they almost drowned because the the gateway is 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 fully spherical. It's like a it's like a ball of uh, water. In um, in zero gravity, so they were they were caught inside the water and you can't swim up or down or anything because it's zero gravity. So they had to help them out before they drowned, and they were they were coming over from the, from a, an, an equivalent portal in the moon because there's a, there's another arc in the moon. So obviously, I, I'm I know that they have re, the um, secret military have reversed engineer tons of alien technology, I don't know if they are capable of making these portals. Like, I know they have the, the jump room and in, in the jump rooms in uh, Los Angeles, but I don't know if they're as fancy as what this gentleman is describing. Well, I don't know. Was this a recent report or a report, report a while back? No, maybe a month ago. Oh gosh! When, 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 when I you, ask you if you've done seen anything interesting, this would be interesting, Walt. <laughs> maybe you should. Maybe you should take a note. Oh yeah, that was interesting. 
<laughs> well, the thing is, like, oh, it's interesting. Okay, what do I do with it? You know, where? Well, where, you where tell does me, and then me? we talk about it. <laughs> uh, so no, it's um, it's just fascinating. I mean, it, I've gotten to the point where I'm kind of like thinking that whoever's writing this book is very, very good fiction writer. You know, that is able to write a fiction and then it c turns into reality. Maybe that's it. I think that's a movie too. Well, one of the things that I, I think the maybe maybe just maybe the cabal is missing pieces of the puzzle the same way that the rest of humanity is missing pieces of the puzzle because okay, it's my understanding that they plan their things. In a in a long term, they don't plan things short term. They plan things so they take a century, two centuries, three centuries, and they that's when they plan their stuff. But I think <laughs> there are players in the background that are planning things over millennia. So one of the things to take into account is when when all these Anunnaki engineers went into stasis fields, the ones that are waking up that they're inside these arcs. Okay, who knows what plans were written in, into our DNA? Because we know our junk, our junk DNA is gigantic. It, it's like, compared to the the Library of Congress, is it's, not, it's a little notepad compared to all the information that's recorded in, the, in what's called, in quotes, junk DNA. So, how do we know that what 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 did they program into the junk DNA? Maybe this was already seen, foreseen. I mean, for example, Dolly is in contact with people on the other side. She's in contact with Dave. She's in contact with her with her posse. They are not affected by time. So people like her 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 posse, they could easily plan something ten thousand years ago. And to them, 10,000 years ago, 10,000 years, 10,000 minutes, 10,000 seconds is nothing. It's all the same to them. So this could have all been written already. And we're just getting to the point where it gets to play out. I mean, this is, this would be, I don't know if the, the, the posse can answer this type of question since they are so cautious about what they can answer. But it would be very intriguing if they could answer this. Was this already planned? It's just playing out. They won't answer. <laughs> there, that is an answer. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yes. Well, I, I suspect know. that depends on what we think. You know, in in the in the end, is it reality is what we think. Mm. So, do we? Well, how do we think about that? You know, because I personally don't like to think in terms of, well, it's all been worked out. Because it, where's the free will? See, I think free will is critical in the question that we're asking here. And I think that every time another person goes, oh my God, aha, has that aha moment. All right? That the the cosmos reacts to it and morphs a little bit. 
And then unfortunately, unfortunately, our free will is conditioned by something called ignorance. So the, the more you no, know, that's why I the said, more free no, will no, no, you no, no, have. No, no, wait, but wait. The less you know. <laughs> wait, well, that's why I said they have to have the aha moment. In other words, I don't believe that the architect of the universe said free will is the most important thing. I think it was free will that is within the consciousness and the mind of somebody who is rationally aware of their existence not not these these are background people if if you if you just make a statement and say well i believe this but you cannot have a conversation about what you believe then you're a background person you're just a mouthpiece you don't have the power because if you don't have if you're not aligned energetically with the universe and how it works and the fact that yes reality is what we think it is you got to think and these people are many of them can't even think they don't know how to think they're afraid well, of done, thinking it was done for them <laughs> well they're also very much afraid of it because if they begin to think what are they going to think oh i think maybe i'm in a nut house <laughs> you know cuz it's and it no, get it's getting crazier and crazier i i can i can't believe that i i actually said it i don't know how many how many decades back ago was that? That was before the 80s when I was in technical high school and I would have the conversation with the, pro the professors. I said, why don't they teach in school a simple class how to think? Because uh, these students are not. So I, I, I had hours long arguments with the professors because I would, I would get them when they were like, they, they had the free times or whatever, whatever the occasion that allowed me to talk to them. And I would have this conversation, okay, what is it? Why in school don't they teach us how to think, you know, how to properly interpret data, how to process it correctly? Because this, is, this isn't working. You're well, just, these guys are just following, you know, they're just doing things because they're being told to do them and nobody's okay. When you look at this, consider this, consider this, consider this, look at this, look at that. How, they don't want thinkers. No, forget it. <laughs> they don't want people that think. Um. No. That's, they're, 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 it's like you say, the reality is working like it should work. It's working very yeah. well. It's keeping people dumb and people unmotivated. That's what it's doing. Thinkers are the ones that... Well. That's why the society is so focused on self, on instant gratification, whether it's video games, drugs, sex, you know, instant gratification, instant gratification, do what feels good. Remember that, that poster that used to be running, it was like all over the place, I forget how many years ago, where it said, if it feels good, do it. Remember that? That's that campaign, I don't know how long it run, because that's, that's what their people are, uh, it's like uh, the... Uh, that brave that book Brave New World by Aldous Huxley that was a, a cabal plan right then and there because that's how they kept control of the population to keep them gratified all the time and they won't ask for anything because you're you're satisfying their senses all the time sex drugs good food uh, smoking you know all all the all the sensual sensual things Sen the, all the five senses keep them saturated 
entertainment, visual entertainment, audio entertainment. Well, actually, actually, what they teach is the what do they call it? The five sins. You know, they've got people. They, 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 the. If you look at the 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 dark side, the black hats, they're the ones that are into the child trafficking, into the drug pushing, into the lockdown, keep people, take their freedoms away. You know, I mean, it's like they're they're actually trying. If you, you you can tell that is that what what's behind it is that this stuff is evil. <laughs> you know, and any average group of people would say, "No, you don't want to do this stuff. This stuff is evil." But that's what they do. And and so, you know, it's kind of like you can kind of pick them out because. Where there's evil, well, those are the bad guys. If somebody is continually being a negative person, they may not be black, black, but they're negative. They're the bad guys. The good guys are the ones that are trying to make people laugh, that are having fun, you know, that, that listen to other people, that have discussions. It's not very hard to figure out who's the, who's, who's, not being positive and good. You know, now how they got there, well, there's a lot of different stories. We try to get to that. But to me, the reality is that um, I don't think these people have much of a say. It, 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 I'm not talking about the, the big people that do ceremonial magic and every other thing to be able to maintain this darkness and that energy. I'm talking about the average Joe. If they're not thinking, they're not affecting the game board. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's the, the other group, like uh, like like the my cousin here in Minnesota. I mean, he he totally worships the. Uh, he doesn't know that that they're the that the people that he follows are members of the cabal because he's uh, he's a walking brain donor. But that's that's the the kind of people that he worships. People that are do that do evil because he can't he doesn't know how to function he doesn't know how to do good positive things everything he does has to be twisted and and illegal and dark so that that's where his consciousness goes that's all he knows he doesn't know he doesn't know how to do anything correctly or legally or positively so he may not be a member of the cabal but he's a very good servant. <laughs> Again, I don't think that they're very powerful. <laughs> you know, I I just don't. Dolly, you've been silent. Do you want to say something? Have you no. Had... <laughs> Dolly, you're on a radio I'm listening. show. You're on, a, you're on a radio show. Your purpose here is to talk. So make something up, for heaven's sakes. Oh, okay. Um, I believe there are aliens. I can add that. And I believe they've been with us for uh, multi-centuries, forever. And um, uh, and now, especially since we are recognizing that there are uh, very good masks that make people look like other people, um, I think that they have been walking among us 
just with costumes on to disguise their bodies. Well, look at the the frickin' royals. They call them the royalty. The king, the queen, the... Uh, oh, and Philip, how... I still have that awful picture of Philip. He looks like a demon. Um, but look at those people... And they, they're reptilian. We've seen their masks or their disguises slip. We have seen the reptilian uh, that's under their disguise. Um, Duridly, believe there are aliens. It's like, it's like people. There's good ones and there's bad ones and there's in-between ones. Um, so when the people start playing around with, oh, the, the UFOs, are, the aliens are coming, they're coming to get us and they're bad, they're awful. Why the hell did we send out invitations to them in the first place? Remember back when Sagan was alive and we're sending a record up to space we're telling all about the humans and, and where they started from, supposedly, and all this uh, propaganda that we had back then. And uh, they're inviting the aliens to come to Earth. And then alien ships show up and what do we do? We try to kill their butts. This stuff doesn't make sense. It's, okay, did I say enough? <laughs> no, that's true. It's true. Do you know that 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 um, particular pl- pl- there was a plaque on the on that vehicle, and I'm trying to remember. It wasn't a Voyager. Which it, which vehicle? The one that had the uh, the record the on message. It. It was actually like a record, a gold record. Yes, it had oh, a yeah. gold record. Um, uh, anyway, it was um, th- there was an image carved into the yeah outside of the casing that held this particular. Record. Yeah, it was a man and a woman and some kind of diagram indicating the location of the solar system and the rest of the galaxy and the DNA yeah. spiral. Yeah. And um, well, anyway, it, there was a crop circle that showed up that was done in the same way, except it had different information in it. You, you, neither of you found, saw that. I I think I've heard something about it. I I never investigated. Yeah. Um, it had. You're the, asking. Do I remember the crop circle? Is that what you're asking? It's a crop circle that was, there was an image just like the image that was on the outside of the container that contained the record with the people there, but they weren't, didn't quite look, they were stick figures sort of things. Um, And DNA, everything was there, but it was in the location of Earth and the solar system was a different place. and In other words, it was set up the same way, like we're responding with the same information. And that, that showed up in the crop circle. I didn't know that. It was wow. quite a few years ago. I don't know. Do a search on crop circle. Uh, gosh, if we knew the name of that. <laughs> um, 
what that vehicle was. I, yeah, I I was thinking it was the Voyager, but I don't think so. Cause remember the Star Trek, they they were chasing after this well, thing, it, yeah, and yeah, uh, it yeah. was the Voyager, and it had the it record did, in it. Okay, it did have it. Okay, so yeah. look up the uh, you know the Voyager record. <laughs> the book. It must have been. I don't know if it was the first one or what, but um, yeah, somebody see if you can find that image in a crop circle. I mean, you find the image in the crop circle. I mean, it was fascinating. And it didn't look like it could be some people with some boards on their feet. <laughs> All right, let's take a break here. Somewhere over the rainbow, we'll be right back. And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Show. It's May 2nd, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. So I just put the uh, Matthew link in the chat. Matthew uh, Ward was a young man who died in an accident, a car accident. And when he passed to the other side, he and his mom, uh, Susie Ward, were able to develop a communication basis upon which they have this website that's been going for years where, uh, from the other side, Matthew talks to his mom and they give these really profound messaging to us. And what we do is when it comes out, it comes out once a month, and when it comes out, we get Walt Silva to read it to us. So, Walt, are you feeling like you want to do that? Yeah, I'll read it. Excellent. So, it's okay. in chat right now, and I suggest that you, if you want, you can just listen to Walt's voice. But um, you can also go over there and read it yourself with him, which is what I'm about to do. Okay, go ahead, Walt. Okay. Dated May 1st, 2023. Title is Light's Progress, Reports About the Economy, Other Grave-Sounding Speculations, God, Free Will, Who He Is, Who We Are, What Is Ahead for Souls on Earth. With loving greetings from all souls at the station, this is Matthew. Some evidence of response to ever-intensifying light is on the world stage. Israeli, Israelis are protesting ju judicial reform being pushed by Prim Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, whose aim to bolster Illuminati influence in that country is crumbling. Once again, Sudanese civilians are fighting to establish democracy in their country, where the Illuminati, let us say deep state, the more current designation, has been keeping conflict and vi violence aboil and some newscasters in the, in the United States finally have addressed unidentified aerial phenomena, or UFOs, and the possibility of extraterrestrial civilizations. But most evidence that Earth is being liberated from long ages of darkness is not at all apparent, and we shall share what is within our providence to do so. The White Hats, in quotes, as some call the light forces, have cut off sources of funding for deep state activities in Ukraine, so fiscally the war is over, even as Russian troops continue locating and destroying dark operations throughout the country. More nations are doing business outside the commerce system, which economists, economists know is billions of computer transactions with no economic foundation. 
deep state operatives around the world are being arrested, tried, convicted, and executed, or simply assassinated for their known roles in the COVID-19 pandemic, human trafficking, money laundering, bioweapon reproduction, or other heinous activities. Plans are afoot to judiciously remove the United States presidential administration, wherein the president, in air quotes, is a deep state controlled actor wearing a mask, and other principles are lookalike doubles hired to portray the real persons, some of whom are dead, others are under arrest or in hiding. Those facts and others will be revealed in stages when wise minds deem it proven to do that and to speak about resultant reforms. Hearing that persons in powerful positions and other well-known individuals are involved in dark activities will be shocking to the unsuspecting populace and learning that familiar systems, procedures and institutions will be changing can be frightening to people who have been programmed to believe their best interests are being served by, air quotes, authorities. With grave-sounding economic reports abounding on the Internet, it is understandable that many millions are concerned about what will happen to savings accounts and investments. Do not fear losing your money. The universal law of attraction will bring back from the universal soup what matches the energy of those thoughts. When the new global economic system is implemented, maximum effort will be put forth to avoid interrupting access to honorably earned money wherever it is, and all national currencies will have the same value and will be backed by gold and other precious metals. As stated in prior messages, we are not financial advisors, but we repeat our suggestion to spend your cryptocurrency, which is controlled by the Rockefellers, instead of expecting it always to be available. We are not saying that never will a digital economic system be safe. We are saying the Rockefellers can snuff out their system with a few computer clicks. Then there is talk about a nuclear attack and retaliation. If such happens, extraterrestrial family members will not let any nuclear weaponry function. Please ignore all reports about Earth's grim future due to climate change and all professional, uh, air quotes, advice will be prepared for more pandemics. Beloved family, turmoil, confusion, lies, violence, and fear are unavoidable when a third-density world is being freed of eons of darkness. You don't remember your lifetimes that well prepared you with that well prepared you with strength, wisdom, courage, and perseverance to successfully handle the mission you signed up for. That is why part of the divine plan, and that plan is smack on target, is for messengers of the light to allay your concerns and offer clarity about happenings so you can steadfastly radiate light, high vibrations of confidence, assurance, and optimism. Let us call this conscious supportiveness in air quotes of equal value to you personally and in helping earth's civilization is spiritual supportiveness along with continuous sending unconditional love we have provided timeless information that confirms your intuitive knowledge and you will pass on to awakening souls 
from our awareness of the collective consciousness. We know many people blame God for the sorry state of the world, and others feel he has forsaken them. Those feelings stem from not understanding who God is and who they are, and this lack of understanding is delaying their spiritual and conscious advancement. There is another matter, matter too, and this brings us to a reader's questions that is similar to others my mother has received. In quotes, why does God let some of his children use their free will to cause great suffering for so many others? Close quotes. Years ago, my mother talked with God about that unrelated issue, and I asked her to copy a few parts of their many long conversations. The following excerpts are from Talks with God, section of Illuminations for a New Era. Susie, you have said that you experience exactly the same joy or pain as every one of your children anywhere because of your inseparability with all of us. God, many times I have told you that, Susie. But you also experience the evil of those who cause such suffering to others. How do you feel about that? My child, think about how a baby bird feels when it is pushed from its nest by a different bird. Think of it as shock and fear at falling, its pain from physical injury, and a fright it cannot even understand as to what happened and what is coming next. I feel the same frightened, helpless way about those parts of me who have so fallen from light that they delight in, in what you call evil. What will become of them? Do I abhor the suffering they may cause others? Yes, and I send light to reach the souls of those beings who, who cause the suffering. But it, it is up to each individual, as inviolate parts of me functioning independently, independently, to respond to the light or not. I am saddened beyond your imagining when darkness flares, especially when such innocence is suffering, often killed, because as you know, not all chose what they are physically enduring. Do I wish that all my parts were within the light in which I, in which I was created? Yes. Who would not wish that perfection of creator to be returned? But I do not hold forth condemnation or punishment to any faltering part of me. I am here to respond to what you call prayers of the God, godly, just as I am bound by the free will laws of creation that are set up within the parameters of my operating powers, if the choice made is not within the light. I still don't think you told me whether you are really satisfied with the progress of the light against the dark forces on earth. I see, my child, very well. In a word, no. How could I be satisfied when so many of my soul aspects are crying in torment and deprivation, and others are the cause of this? When many of my children are enchanted by satanic worship that bounds in such widespread rituals of torture and killing that your mind could not handle it. When some of my children have fallen so far from the light that they rule with tyranny and destroy all who oppose them. When so many of my children are living in fear and horror and are dying because of the deeds of these others who are also my children. When deception and corruption abound to the point of no, no truth being illuminated, 
except when the light is so strongly exposing in that those who believe the lies are devastated upon learning the truth. But, my dear Susie, I am able to see the broader horizon, the full measure of the conflict, and when I see the light that is emanating today from a soul that yesterday was hazy, more inclined toward control by the darkness, I rejoice in that lost one, the prodigal son returning. When I see big areas like a town in your thinking, where light is emanating from hearts that formerly were cold and dark, I rejoice. Would I like to see the total of earth, life in peacefulness, love, sharing, caring, and service to one another? Of course I would. But do I have the power to snap a finger and have it so? You know I do not. So I send my love and light everywhere to every soul. And I may well rejoice in the pockets of light rather than dwell in the pockets of darkness and weep, you see. Yes, I, God, I do see as well as I can because trying to imagine all that must be feeling of overwhelm, must be feeling is overwhelming. Do you ever feel that way yourself? If you will just think of me as all of my children, then you must know that I do indeed, indeed feel correspondingly overwhelmed. Thank you, Mother. Some years later, God asked asked to give a message in one of your in one of ours, and I asked my mother to copy per, pertinent sections. The following are excerpts from August first, two thousand nine message. God, many of you have been wondering where I am while so much fury and ferocity is going on in, in your world. I am here to tell you that I'm right where I have been since day one of the universe. Everywhere. I have quite a bit to say about this. Many do need to change beliefs. And here are the first two if you believe that. One, your individuality means you're separate from everyone else. And two, I am a cosmic superpower that makes everything happen. You are definitely a unique individual, but also you're an inseparable part of me and all others everywhere. And it's all of us in this universe who make things happen. Hmm, so you're a bigger deal than you thought, and maybe I'm not such a big deal after all. Not exactly, my dear ones. We are together, one amazing powerful house with infinite and eternal potential. So yes, you better believe I am powerful. And not because I control you, I don't. It's because you and I and all other life in this universe are my being in all your experience and experiencing forms. Collectively, we are this universe. I have more to say about beliefs. Well, let's talk about why I don't control you. Why is why is much like your idea that I let bad things happen to good people? This is how it goes. Creator, ruler of the cosmos. That's all. That's all the universes gave you free will to express whatever you want and gave us universe rulers a law we have to obey. Stay out of your soul parts choices. I I do have a hand in this though. Creator thoughtfully put a loophole in that free will law that lets me put conscience as an ingredient of your souls. And that's what can keep you on your straightaway path if you wanted to. You have an instinct intuition, inspiration, and a sense of honor, too. 
Those are other ingredients I put in souls that also help you know what's right and what's wrong for you. How did that whole sad state of affairs come about? It was the work of the off-planet dark forces that is without conscience, without light except the spark of viability. The forces captured my weak-willed children of Earth who got caught up in the lure of power and money and performing as the forces' puppets. They kept all the rest of my children in the bondage of fear, poverty, and ignorance. The soul's need for balanced experiencing kept it going until now. The ages-old merry-go-round is stopping. What will happen to the souls who will never know about our messages? They will go to a placement attuned to the energy they put forth in deeds and motives throughout the lifetime. Some will journey with earth because they are living in godly ways simply by heeding their soul's messages. They live from their hearts where unconditional love, kindness, honor, truth, compassion, and desire to help others lie. Some will go through it again. The tyranny, violence, corruption, lies, the hold of religions, and they'll come in with the brain power to question and reason, yet another chance to break free of dark control. But not on Earth. There are other third density places in our universe where rampant disrespect for life will go on until all of my soul parts know the truth of their God and goddesses' selves. And some will devolve and start over from scratch. They are the ones who persist in choosing darkness over love, the same creator source energy as light. Constantly light will be beamed to those souls who will start with only basic instinct and they will accept. And when they accept the light, they'll recall a smidgen of intelligence. As they accept more light, they will remember a modicum of reasoning ability and so on and so on. This isn't punishment. It's a chance for those parts of me to start over without even a hint of darkness. It's quite a lot to think about, isn't it? There is time, my beloveds, but frankly not much, to decide what you want, whatever that is. I will honor it, and if it helps, ask and it shall be given. Thank you, mother, dear sisters and brothers, Souls who are confused and fearful will will look to calm, reassuring individuals like you for explanations and encouragement. Reading God's lengthy message in its entirety will be helpful. All light beings in this universe are supporting you with the unparalleled power of unconditional love every step of your earthly journey. Love and peace, Suzanne Ward. Let us remember uh, Dolly's love blankets. Not, no, yep. No more than an hour are they necessary. <laughs> yep. It, it, <clears throat> they are powerful mes- messages. And they always seem to be synchronistic with whatever is going on. Yeah. Dolly, do you have anything to say about that? No, it's the... I think that was a very powerful message. Um, very, I think it, uh, let me see if it gets the right word. Um, it explained and it described 
at the same time, um, like where where do people go when they're at the their different stages? Um, those who are awake and 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 more into the light and trying to help others, and where do the ones go that uh, just aren't ready for it? And where do the ones go that are waking up and still need some help? And I think that was very explanatory in that part. Um, and I got it open. Why don't I go look at what I want to say? Uh, and it explained how how God is bound by different agreements um, with others in the universe in in his not stage in his uh, level of being how they all agreed to take their uh, the parts of themselves that they send out under their wing but you can't take away their willpower. The, no, no, their what we have. Free will. Free will, yes, yes, thank you. Um, and and how they now call the Illuminati the deep state that's one and the same thing. Uh, around the world. Oh, yeah. And there are te- deep state operatives around the world are being arrested and tried and convicted and executed or simply assassinated for their known roles in the COVID-19 pandemic in human trafficking and money laundering and bioweaponry production or other heinous activities they're already doing this stuff like I've been saying Um, some have accepted some haven't and where I'm getting my knowledge or my uh, believing that this is going on is from real raw news y'all can go there and look and read on it and decide whether you want to believe it or not or believe some of it or you can all go there and make up it, and but he's backing that up in in explaining that uh, there are already a lot of them being taken care of. I really, uh, I'm glad he said that. And um, plans are afoot to judiciously remove the United States supposed presidential administration wherein the supposed president is a deep state controlled actor wearing a mask and other principals are lookalike doubles hired to portray the real persons, some of whom are dead. Others are under arrest or in hiding. So um, there's something I want to say about that. Lookalike doubles hired to portray the real persons oh yeah that's what my question was on that okay so there's people hired to portray like Biden um, 
what is going to happen to that person who is portraying the evilness of the deep state? Is that person um, going, I guess it would depend on the if the person is going in for the sake of money. They don't give a poop anything else or or because they're evil too or because they're being forced somehow to portray that the person they're portraying. I always wonder what's going to happen to the doubles, to the portrayers, to those actors. Um, and this brings me to, I did have something. Hold on. This brings me to... Um, when Diana, there was a, a video going around. I watched it with uh, Trump when he went over to tell um, pedophile Queen Elizabeth. I mean, not yeah, pedophile and and uh, that that uh, being that she is uh, really and why I was watching that really close. Somebody had told me a few years ago, maybe even, that Diana portrays Melania at times, or maybe for all the time. And I thought, no, no way, she does not. And then when I saw the video with Trump and the poopy queenie, um... I was watching Trump's wife, <laughs> her movements, her body shape, her uh, stances, the way she stands and moves. I think, I think that is Diana. And I had read somewhere a couple times I read Melania didn't like doing, being with Trump and doing that stuff. So they, they paid her so many, so much of monies, and she's off uh, doing her thing and completely happy with her life the way it is now. Um, so uh, it made me, watching that video, did I save that? No, I don't know if I did. Um, it was just telling to me that, yes, that's, that is, um, I'm looking for the tape. That, I swear, I swear, that that is Diana portraying Melania. And also, when I saw a video of Trump and his wife getting out of a helicopter and walking toward the camera... Uh, and Trump was walking next to his pilot. <laughs> he was walking. I swear, the pilot is Diana. It's her. Sh it's her shape. It's her uh, movements. It's it's the way. It. I swear. I I think that it is Diana doing a couple things, piloting the helicopter and um. Because I can just see her getting her pilot's license. 
she's that type of person. I would, I love Diana. Um, but so I'm thinking Diana is his co-pilot or pilot and Diana is also maybe not all the time, but a lot of the time she plays, takes over Melania's position. So, um, I don't know how I got off on that. So I'm done, I guess, with what I was saying. Oh, here it is. I can send it to to you all. I can put it in the uh, in the chat room. Hold on, give me a second. Well, it, it started out with the the queen. Oh yeah, that's how I started it out. I'll get to there, and I'll put the link in the chat room so you all can see it for yourselves. Copy. Where's the chat room now? I got too many. Too many tabs open. I lost myself. I lost you guys. <laughs> Pace. Okay, here it here it comes, y'all. That is where I saw Diana um when she was being Melania. I don't know where there's a tape of the tape that I saw of her getting out of the helicopter walking beside Trump in her pilot uniform. I don't know where that one is. But this one you can all take a look at to to compare if you think that's Diana or not. I think I'm done. I just just don't know how the average person is going to... I mean, I'm listening to you. And I've I've come to the conclusion that most everything you say is true, but I'm like sitting here going like, "Wow, I don't know about this." You know, it's like, why, why? But <laughs> tomorrow on uh, Radio Five G, we're going to have a show that it it, it, it it's on uh, trafficking. Okay, but it's not. It's okay because what it is is a media person who started to look into this and her experiences more so than the details of what it is. It's how they get, how are they getting away with this, and they get away with it because this human trafficking is all over the place, and one of the things they do is they target positions. So you got somebody that is uh, uh, a chief of police. Well, he's going to be targeted. They're going to try to get him into their group. Or better yet, get somebody in your group to become chief of police or whatever. Uh, so, and she goes through and she, and she, I mean, she's doing this from a reporter's standpoint. Of course, she got fired from all the networks she was working with. Uh, Liz Crocken. And... So, but then it, it all of a sudden I, I've got another one that Mark had sent me, and it's with Dr. Lee Merritt, and she's talking about the Casarian Mafia, and because it seems to be trending this this Casarian Mafia connection, so I started doing some uh, research and I came across an interview that was done by a man with a man named Mike Harris who is the founder of Veterans Today 
And he was talking about the Kasarian Mafia with another guy, uh, Preston James, I think his name is. So, what they're saying is the stories that Walt has told us many times about this group of people who were very, very evil, who were killing people and taking their identities and doing such a bad thing that any and Walt would say the neighborhood the neighbors would got together and said look we're going to just kill you all or you can you know become a religious a god worshiping group of people that's all we want you to do and so they played that they were Jews they got the decision of what who who to be and they decided that it would be um the, the Jewish people, I mean the Jewish religion. And these are the people that went on to become the Rockefeller family and blah, blah, blah. Walt, would you, I, I'm trying to find, did you happen to read that book? Because it was, I don't even Which know. Which book? The book that was written by Mike Harris and Preston James. And it, I haven't heard okay, of those it's, names. The, the name of the book is The Hidden History of the Incredible Evil Kasarian Mafia. All right, now that's the title of the book, but it came out 10 years ago. And so much of what you had told me, us, um, he actually went over again. But he pointed out something that you never made, I probably didn't, maybe you said it, but the home of these people is Ukraine. It's the Ukrainians... You know, it, 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 that's where they came from. And so the first, the neighbors that you were talking about were the Rus, the Russian people, and the Persians, Iranian people, who had um, the first, you know, they were the ones that said, you've got to make a decision, or otherwise we're going to, you know, take you all out. So that... that, that well, it, it wasn't, I mean, that's not the way... It was a story presented by Fulford because of what I know of these Azarian people is what Fulford wrote. And what, what he wrote is that all the neighboring kingdoms allied, uh, allied together and they made a decision that we're going to you know, attack the, the, these people, the Hazars, attack them and exterminate them. So the Hazarian king at the time went begging for mercy on his people. And he promised up and down that if they changed their ways and promised to stop killing people for fun and profit, that we'll be forgiven. So we, that's why when the, when the, they did, when these guys, you know, they, they're putting you up <laughs> against the, the wall and you're a be, between a stone and a hard place, you know, they okay, we swear we're this is this is the cult that we're going to follow. We're going to worship the the cult of the Judaism, and we are going to stop this. Right. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how they were. That's how they got a state of execution. Well, let's say. Yeah, okay, but the the fact remains that it was actually Russia and Persia. Okay, Iran. Those are the people that were the neighborhoods. All the neighborhoods neighbors you're talking about came from those places. So. Um, Lee Merritt points out that Vladimir Putin has a picture of a Soviet military, or not a Soviet, a Russian 
general sort of military person who was the first one in Russia to go up against these people. He has a picture of the guy supposedly in his office. So when you're looking at the Ukraine situation, you're you're it's it's going back to the to the heart of this Kasarian mafia's beginnings. But they've been doing all of this terrible, terrible stuff that the Russians are taking their time clearing out the bio labs, clearing out the tunnels, trying to get the children out. It was mentioned that a million girls disappear in the Ukraine every year. This is prior to the war. Okay? Um, It's all of a sudden, it's like, it's coming together that the ultimate enemy, which they call the invisible hand, the unseen influence, seems to be the terms that are, are, you know, trending right now, is this group that are genetically different, apparently. Uh, Merritt also pointed out, she said, why do you think you have all these... Was it her? I think... No, no, it was Harris. Harris was pointing it out. Why do you think you have all these uh, ancestry and other genealogical places to get your DNA? They're looking for the family line, the bloodline. All right? And it's just a fascinating concept that after all this decades that I've been trying to find who's behind everything it may be and you were on to this probably 10 years ago Kassarian and, and you know Fulford well I would rather trust the information that Mike Harrison and James have put together because they were doing hardcore research where I don't know that Ben Fulford was at, at the time that he began to talk about it even had well, access the, to some of this information well the 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 book that was forbidden was major major forbidden book in Argentina my father was I don't know how he got a copy of it but if you you didn't let, let's put it this way you didn't want anybody to know that you have a copy of this book and the the book was written in Spanish so translated at some point in English read the the protocols of the sages of Zion and it was a book that told what was what was the plan for world domination so for example the book said things like uh, they would control people through by controlling the supply of bread and it, it goes on to describe how they were going to use bread to control eating habits and stuff like that so one of the things is that among Jews they are aware of the existence of the book but among Jews they are told lies they are told that it's negative propaganda which it isn't it is, it is positive propaganda because it's telling me what the Hazarians were planning to do well, all the way back, back then and the other thing about this book this book came out of Russia the original original book is written in Russian it was never written in English or German or no it was written in Russian so it made its way through the world and it got translated. So I, I got to I see it. I never sat down to read it, but just saw passages of, of the book. But it was it was translated to Spanish. And that, supposedly that book was either written in the 20s or the 30s. But that's how 
it, it supposedly comes from the uh, Russian, a Russian source, Russian or whoever wrote it was actually in it from Russia. Well, the people that I, I was going over, and you can listen to the tapes on uh, uh, tomorrow on Radio Five G. But the people that that were talking about this, they all kept going back to the it's. Not, these people are not Semitic Jews. They're not the Jews of Abraham. They're calling themselves Jews, but they're not. And so I I did a search, and I put the search in, um, what did I say? Um, something, something about the Kazarian Mafia. And I think maybe that's the only thing I, I put in there. But what came up right away were Jewish sources like the Jewish journal and other sources or people who were Jewish discussing this horrible horrible uh things that they were saying you know but then this one person was started to to take it apart and say look at we've got all of these different Jewish factions do we really know if this is true or not you know we can't just call it conspiracy and libelous conspiracy and hateful no it's people trying to tell you no it's not jewish they've been they've been pretending to be jewish they are not you and you are their number one target because if you look at the what happened with the um the vaccinations and everything and i've never got i still am not clear on it but the jewish people were were targeted right from the beginning in some of the earliest batches of this stuff so there is a tremendous, um, and this is getting traction, you know. I don't have all the answers, and I don't think anybody has the answers, but right now it's getting very, very interesting when you look around. I'm not, good Lord, I, I've got Jewish blood in me. My, some of my best friends have been Jewish. I'm absolutely not anti-Semitic. But take a, take a look at the picture I just put on chat there is a cover of the original of the original publication. Notice something about the language it's written in? <laughs> oh, yeah, Russian, yeah. Um, acrylic, to be exact. Um, it, 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 now you got me off track here. Um, <laughs> shoot. Uh, okay, I'm going back to here. Um, so w w we have to be, be aware. I mean, like, okay, Jewish people... Don't get upset with this information. Stand up and say, well, let me just listen to this. Because remember, I grew up a Catholic. I had to face the, 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 the facts of, of existence that the Pope is not infallible. The Popes are the nastiest sons of bitches in the world. I had to, to, to come to that realization. I had to come to the realizations that priests who gave me the holy sacraments were in very often, you know, terrible pedophilias. Uh, so, you know, the Catholic Church, the Christians, all Christians have had to look at their own clergy and say, what in the hell am I, what is this all really about? So you can't say that we wouldn't understand what you're going through. Yes, you have some problem in your the structure of what they say is your your social cultural religious life but that you you got you got it knocked you know because they're not you 
They're pretending to be you. So please don't fight this information. Let it come out. Don't call people that are talking about it, you know, anti-Semitic. No, we're not anti-Semitic. We're pro-human, <laughs> you know, because they're, they're, apparently Preston James is more inclined to think in terms of maybe this particular group of people are ET types, that they or they've been genetically manipulated in some way to not understand the God connection, to be very well, much one of the things, Satanists. Yeah, you, one of the things that you have to consider, because they they there was a way of life for the Hazarians to drink human blood. It was it was a way of life. It was perfectly natural for them, and they did it for heaven. who knows how many centuries they did it. So I don't know if it's possibly conceivable that after centuries of consuming human blood as a way of life, it had uh, an effect. It had a mutating effect in in the human life at that time. So maybe their their human their genome is heavily compromised because it's not exactly human, or it's uh, mutated human. So that's something else, to, something to consider. We you you've already shown me photos of these celebrities after they stopped taking adenochrome. They look like ten years older in the span of days because they can't consume that blood. So I don't know for someone who's been consuming human love, you know, for generations even, uh, it would change their genome. So you can you call them 100% human? I don't know. No, I don't think they're human at all because I think they've lost the connection to the, the, the source of, what, you know, what Matthew is talking about, God. And the spirit of, uh, no, I don't think they're us. <laughs> I don't. And when you, look at the, when you look at what we're seeing now, what's being uncovered here, okay, is that these people are not human. So if they're not human, what are they? Does it matter? They're not us. And I'm not saying everybody that's got Kassarian blood is bad. I'm saying there's a group of people who are so dedicated to Satan that everything that we see is perverse and evil is coming back to those people. You know, again, they, they, they're the ones that are the, the drug pushers. They're the ones that make the drugs. They're the ones that create the wars. They're the ones that break uh, the economic stability of countries. They're the ones that enslave. They're the ones that traffic. They're the ones that do satanic ceremonies. You know, we've got to stop looking at human beings and saying, are you a bad guy? You know? No, look for the people that are not human. <laughs> you know? The people that are doing bad things that are human are being controlled and maybe sooner or later they're going to be just like them. But they... What you want to look at is, do we, ha and I'm not saying it's real. I'm saying, is there some kind of a off-earth, non-human, non-created by Gaia force that is behind everything? I'm just throwing it out there because, you know, the pieces of the puzzle are coming together. And now, and, and if it, honest to God, if it wasn't for this Ukrainian war that's trying to drag the entire world into nuclear oblivion. 
I know that Matthew says it's not going to happen. I don't believe it will. But is is all focused on the Ukraine, the very source of this malignant thing that has been, you know, implicated in everything that seems to be negative. Just throwing it out there. Dolly, do you have anything to say about that? Well, I'm stuck on if they're not human, what are they? They could, I don't know. I don't know if they're ET types or if they're demons in human skin. Uh, yeah, that could be. Is that, is that a question the the posse would be able to answer for us? Oh, I no. bet no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they no way. <laughs> No, no way. way but I go back it. to what Matthew just said. You know, <laughs> think about the way that Matthew is talking about these people. Um, just for the record, I just got disconnected. You did? Yep, it says not connected. Now, it's still going, it's still being recorded. But, yeah, isn't that interesting? I guess Nobody said anything yet. Oh, I'm echoing. Okay, huh? we're back, I we're back. Wow. And Did anybody notice out there that we were disconnected? <laughs> Probably. Just asking. What? They, they may have heard something. Maybe not. It was kind of long. Sometimes it goes in and out, but, you know. So, uh, for those people that <laughs> I saw, I saw the station go down. It said clearly I was disconnected. But the panel that gets me on to it said I was still connected. So I don't know. And then the other thing was is that you heard an echo yes. right after that, and you haven't heard an echo through this whole, you know. Right, yeah. So uh, we may be on. I think sometimes that, the, <laughs> that it, I'm not saying it's bad guys doing it. I mean, it could be the good guys saying, oh, oh pay attention to this, pay attention, we're going to garble your station up here. <laughs> because something <laughs> happened this morning, too, same situation. It was, I don't even remember what we were talking about, but it was really, really, you know, on the verge of, yeah, yeah, okay, interesting, you know. And all of a sudden, the station went wonkers. <clears throat> but those guys... Was that when uh, Derek was talking about the those hot, the yeah. helicopters? Yeah. The yeah. Following? Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, and because it doesn't stay on long enough, I mean, it's almost like, oh, you did that to us. Well, we're going to talk about that now. It's almost like I'm more inclined to think it's the good guys doing it. Really? Why? Because we stopped and we talked about it. Oh. You know? It's it's like it got our attention. You know, what was I talking about? I was what we were talking about, you know, are these demonic spirits is what I had said prior to that that are in human form. And you said, "Oh, that's interesting." And blah 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 blah. blah. Right? Walt said that, yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. When I'm more intelligible when I gar garble like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, yeah, we're like down into the five, last five minutes of, uh, oh, wow. of the show. This went fast. Well, no help from you. <laughs> you. You sound like an unsatisfied bride. <laughs> I said what, but don't you? You don't want to know. 
no, no, no. So, um... What do you mean, no help to me? I, I said things. Yeah, I'm only kidding you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but the Cosmic Reality Chronicles, which will replay uh, after the Shungite show today, tonight, and it'll be up in the archives by tomorrow. Um, that one was where um, we were talking about July 4th of 2020 when Junior showed up on the Mount, uh, what do they call it? Oh, The presidential yeah. Mount, Mount, Rushmore. <coughs> Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, and it was fun to listen to it. I, I, I had to do some things. I didn't listen to the whole thing. But that was the show that Walt got really upset because you and I were going at each other. Yeah, it, it, it all it all came about because of that particular thing. We had a conversation, and you told me, "Yeah, there's a picture of of this person on top of the mountain as Trump is below in the you know the area with the chairs and the stage and everything, and it's John Kennedy Jr." And so I was like, I spent this time saying that you can't prove that, and then you said, "I saw it." I said, what? <laughs> and, you, and the conversation we had, you know, prior to that, you I don't remember you saying it. And so we were we were, we were funning around with that. And then there was something else that, I don't know, we had a disagreement on. And Walter got so upset. And really <laughs> no. upset us, you know, because he said, oh, no, you, I don't like people arguing. We weren't really arguing. We were just doing, you know, how people go. We were having playing. fun. Yeah. And so the end of the show, and I didn't pick, see, when I was doing it last night, when I was editing it stuff, it was the end of the show, I was making sure everything was good there, and you were apologizing to him because you had, you know, because we had done that and got him so upset. So I had to listen to the show at least to find out what what, what was that thing that upset him so much. And uh, but now I think we could get away with it, and he wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah, he knows us by now. Go for it. Yeah, we love each other. <laughs> we just well, we love each other, and we can be totally honest with each other, and we can have fun. And that's right. the, that's the important thing is that we're having fun. Um, and we can tell each other you're all washed up. Yep. 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 So we're in the last two minutes here. Um, you want to say, give some passing message there, Dolly. Passing. Is the is the moon been out? Have you seen the moon? No, I haven't seen the, but I haven't been out at night either. Oh well, that's probably a good reason. <laughs> well, the thing is, we had those terrible storms. Oh, that yeah. we survived the mini tornado type thing. But a passing message: be good to yourselves, people. That's a good Be one. Be good to yourselves. And don't forget the, the blankets, the love blankets, all over the world. Yeah. Put some put some purple, violet flame, purple ray energy into it. Purple. You know, it's uh, purple. <laughs> I, I, I tell a little story about that tomorrow. We got it really kind of woo-woo in the, in the Radio 5G program. Oh wow! And check out the uh, that video and tell me when I, we come back next time we're on if that looked like Diana to y'all. 
Okay, Walt, say goodnight to the peoples. Okay, good night, everyone. And remember, if you can't love yourself, nobody can. So you remember to love yourselves all the time. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Good night. Well, that was a very nice thing to say. Yeah. Love you, Walt. Love you, Dolly. Love you guys out there. And love I love you your mother. Too. I love your mother. Give your mom a hug. She sent me some some messaging. <laughs> my mother came to me in the physical. Oh, oh, in the physical? What? I was in the pool and I caught her out of the corner of my eye standing there looking at me. Today. Okay, we'll talk more on Saturday. <laughs> okay, bye. Preaching, preaching. The unknown, unknown, unknown. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart as a friend.